Welcome back to the Planet Comedy Podcast. If you are new here, be sure to hit the subscribe button and check in every Wednesday. Me and Cam are back today after a week, although fair warning, the show isn't very organized like you guys are used to. Cam is all giddy about his new relationship, his newfound love, and I am still in the process of settling in with my lovely other half, so we just kind of spitballed it this week. But I wanted to be sure to get something out for the fans, for myself. And next week we'll be back at Full Tilt as me and Cam will be, you know, doing Would You Rathers, fan questions, first team all dime piece, all that stuff, plus some new segments. Uh, Keep an eye out for more Planet Comedy content on YouTube and Twitch and everywhere else going forward. Uh, Check out Average Joe's College Football Show if you're a sports fan. I have two episodes of that coming out tomorrow. Uh, Thank you guys again for always joining us and always supporting the show. Enjoy the rest of this week's podcast, and I'll talk to you guys next week. I'm Kyle. I'm Cam. This is the Planet Comedy Podcast. We're back after a week's a week vacation. This will probably yeah. It's been a minute. I'm gonna pick this up. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna carry this with me, like a like a like an aggressive person. I'm gonna have to turn this mic down a little bit. Actually, now that we're I'm picking it up, but Cameron has been a busy boy as of late because you just went off the market officially. Yeah. Market. Look at you. After all that shit you talked on this podcast about being single forever and yeah. being bad with women, here you are. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> I'm kidding. Nah, uh, I really didn't expect it for real. All I can say is, uh, thanks to the universe or God or whoever is up there. Well, I'm, I'm glad you Our were... Our Savior. Our Savior. <laughs> Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Is that what you're saying? Is that what you're, is that who you're thanking right now? Uh, not the white guy. Well, Jesus wouldn't have been white, I wouldn't suspect. That's always a big point of contention. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I am off the market, so don't, don't hit my DMs. If you are a transgender... Or anybody looking to look my way, uh, don't. Females, don't. No, no, no. I like how you specified transgenders first. You had to get that out there. I had to get that out. Like, no. So I gotta, gotta back up my girl JK. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, uh, this is, this goes out to everybody. <laughs> he said all of you. I'm men, off the market. Men, women, anywhere in between. Yeah, <laughs> And I don't give a all fuck. of you can all of you are you're nothing to me nothing. worthless could never could never I could never be invested in something <laughs> like you fuck no stay out my DMs shout out to my girlfriend I know <laughs> you can say that now on the show yeah maybe one day we can have everybody we can do a double date on the podcast dude friends is such a real show talking about friends like the yeah I mean, yeah, it's, a, it's so real. Did you say it's so real? It's so real, bro. Like, like I know it's like 
a comedic sitcom, but it's like, dude, like, the writers were on point. I mean, yeah, they know what they're doing. Because what we're doing, like, right now in our 20s is literally what the cast were doing. I mean, yeah, in a way. In a way. But, like, I'm not talking about, like, the actors. Like, I'm talking about, like, the cast. Like, I'm talking about Ross, Monica. The Chan Chan Man. Chandler. Like, (laughs) all of them. Like, you know, there's a group of friends out there. I mean, yeah, we do have, like, a group of five to six people that we hang out with on a consistent basis. Like, we're not living together because we're not living in fucking, you know... Apartments, uh, yeah. Apartments. We don't don't live in Manhattan where we all have to live on top of each other. That's not a thing for us. But we live pretty close to where, like, you know, the relatable events that happen in... uh, each episode is relatable. Yeah, it's something you can relate to as a twenty-year-old kid. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Well, you could. I think you just like the older you get, sitcoms like that become funnier. Like How I Met oh, Your Mother dude, is. Dude, I was talking. How I Met Your Mother is one for me that like. Uh, me and my mom and my grandma were actually talking about it this morning. Uh, about how like uh the, um. Kevin James meme from Kings and Queens is uh, blowing up, and this is like. Those TV shows that we grew up, like, being forced to watch fucking sucked. Like, let's be honest. Oh, yeah. As a kid, you were like, this show is so stupid. Yeah. Like, this is whack. Like, y'all are laughing. I'm like, I didn't get it. This is stupid. Turn it to Barney. Like, let's get this shit going, bro. I want to see Tommy give the Green Ranger, give the Power Rangers them hands. the, The most gangster GTA shit you have ever seen in your fucking life in a TV show. I've never seen a villain just roll up and take the heroes like main the main pinnacle of like being a Power Ranger or like being a thing and the villain's just like like what if I just like took that run me that shit like what if I just took that out of your hand and then drank it like you're like what happened Nah. What the fuck just happened? Nah, dude, dude, this don't this don't happen. Yeah, like we were saying, like I I like Kings Queen King of Queens a lot. Oh, I love it now. Is my twenties? Yeah, oh, dude, bro. it makes so much more sense. Like, dude, one of the funniest bits in that show that like it didn't make sense to me as a kid. It makes so much sense now. Is when he spills the thing on the table and then he puts it in Carrie's hand and just walks away. It's just like... I think I know what you're talking about. Oh my god, it's so fun. Like, the whole show, everything you did, but it's like you said, the older you get, the more life experience you get, the more you realize, like, oh, that's what this is a joke about. Yeah. Like, and and things just become way more funny and way more interesting the older you get, which I would assume you... Did you watch a lot of Friends with your lady on your weekend together? No, dude, we actually... I kid you not. Shout out to my sister. I love you. (laughs) But, uh... We just cuddled and watched John Mulaney stand up all weekend. That's a good way to live. John yeah. Mulaney is the man. He's fucking hilarious. He's hysterical. His new special was hilarious. Where he talks oh, about yeah. going into rehab. Yeah. So funny. Oh, yeah. Where he's trying to Uber. Or I love when he's talking about, like, I was trying to Uber food because the food there sucks. And I was like, it's just food. You guys can see it. Why can't you let me have it? It's because next time you could let some Uber drugs in here. And he's like, I never even thought about that. But now that you say that, that's a great idea, actually. 
Dude, oh, bro, that one or uh, him trying to find out a way to uh, steal money from himself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have to steal money from myself. My favorite thing was the, his when he talks about his intervention is the people that zoomed in and he's just like, well, it's clearly not very important if you couldn't actually physically be here. Yeah. And all I could picture Dude. was Bill Hader giving him shit over Zoom of all people. Because you know that's one of his best friends, so you know he was definitely there. Dude, they're not playing when when it comes to like uh like the whole being like addicted bullshit. Like, you know, they understand like, I give my hats off to SNL because they get a lot of shit, don't get me wrong. It's tanked since the 90s, let's be honest. But since I would say, uh, since Chris Farley died, well, yeah, they've been. They, they have really to. take that like addiction thing, fucking. Yeah, well, I mean, like I said, you kind of have to. Like they almost fired Pete for smoking weed, bro. Like you know that that whole joke about like him, like where uh, I can't remember who the like the studio or the CEO guy of SNL is, but like he told Pete like. Um, well, in Pete's stand-up, he's like, he pretty much called me a pussy, you know, <laughs> and I'm, it is, like, he went on, uh, like, to talk about, like, you know, the previous history of, like, SNL and shit like that, not, like, going, like, Chris Farley and stuff, and stuff, but it's, like, uh, if you talk to a lot of actors now, and, uh, even early interviews, it, Chris Farley's death played a big factor because like he was either drunk or you know overly doing it on drugs and his you know he was overweight well yeah i and mean they started to notice and like when it starts affecting your job that's when it's like bro you, you have I, a problem you gotta chill out yeah you gotta have an issue and you know it's it's serious bro yeah <laughs> Yeah, uh, well, SNL kind of takes all that seriously since Chris Farley does, but really the whole entertainment industry, I feel like, has to kind of take that all seriously. I mean, I'm glad he got sober, but, dude, it's so funny because you would have never expected. Yeah, he doesn't look like the kind of person you would be a cocaine. No, no. You don't look at John Mulaney and you're like, that dude is a hardcore cocaine addict. You'd be like, you're lying. Yeah. I was like, okay. (laughs) But yeah, as we just talked about, uh, 30 years ago, it would be, f- I think last week, uh, almost a week exactly, the Green Ranger made his debut on Power Rangers and gave the the Power Rangers the fiercest business on Earth. I mean, just beat the shit out of them. My favorite dude is when he shows up and he pulls them out all out of their Zord and he beats the shit out of them. Jason, who's the Red Ranger at the time, gets in front of all of them and is like, "Take me on." And he said, "And he's like, say less, bitch." Like, just, he blew that bitch. Straight <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> so said, "All right, dog, you can get these hands." Bam. I'm like, you didn't have to disrespect Jason like that oh, in front of his he homies. He disrespected him so bad. He said, "You didn't have to disrespect Jason like that in front of his homies." <laughs> And like, dude, he's, we're talking. He said, "I'll run this phase Jason, right now." 
Jason's probably almost a good five feet from his downed home. He's getting up from the most He's worst SB they've ever gotten yeah. in combat. <laughs> this man just showed up, yanked them out their Megazord, whooped their ass on the ground. He's standing in front of all his fallen homies. Not even five feet. I mean, he is directly in front of the group and is like, I'll fight you, bro. And Tommy's like, bitch, please. <laughs> And proceeds to feed him them hands. He puts his mitts on this man in front of God and everybody. And I'm Dude, like, when you he ain't walked got even came to oh, yeah, he's like, you're weak as fuck. <laughs> I was like, dude. Oh, oh dude, my yeah. god. I honestly wish I could watch that again for the first time as a kid. Oh, oh dude. dude. Oh. Tommy had me in distress for three weeks because he was just in there like, bitch, 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 just bitch slapping all the Power Rangers with zero problems. Dude, I hate how the director, shout out to uh, Jason Lee, bro. That's, that's sad, but I would love how just, I mean, he, he really didn't have to change character. Like, that's who just, like, who Jason Lee was. Like, yeah. And uh, the fact that they were like, they were gonna cut him off like that was like oh this is just gonna be a villain for like you know for like five six episodes yeah and then he was so cold that everybody was like nah bring him back he's gotta stay and i hate that like i honestly don't but it's like if you think about it now uh i hate how they fooled us as a kid that's what i meant to say i hate how they fooled us as a kid because they drew them in because tommy's like a nice guy he's a new guy it's like oh you know like Jason's being like a bitch because he's not committing to uh, this most beautiful fucking woman in the world. I'm talking about <laughs> besides Kimberly? my girlfriend, a. Hey. But nah, everybody, dude, can, you can you can say that Kimberly does stuff. Kimberly does things to everybody. Uh, yeah, but as a kid, it's like, all right, Jason, you're you're messing up, and this guy right here is like giving her the smiles. He's you know he's all green. He could be a green ranger, and then he becomes a green ranger, and then he becomes bad. Yeah, you're like. Oh no! He lays people out. Oh, dude, no. he busts Jason up. Not only, not only is a Power Ranger, then beats his ass at that MMA tournament. And I'm just like, this man is just staying giving me face, bro. Dude. Like I love how like Jason and then um I forgot the other dude's name comes like uh, they try to go up and talk to him, and he's just like, nah, the fuck. And he's like, he looks at them disgusted, and they're like, uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, okay, like, and they go up to Kimberly, like, yo, like, what's going on with, like, I don't know, like, he was supposed to meet us at the mall, and he never did, and it's like, yeah, this dude, this guy jumped by, like, what are those, uh, googly things? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The fucking standard villains that they just yeah, bro. zero problems. And they kidnap Tommy and take him to, uh, Zed's place, and they're like, yeah, so... We're gonna give you superpowers, bro. Possession. Yeah. <laughs> and then Tommy says, oh, "All right." And then Tommy just goes on a straight menace society rant for like, <laughs> dude, he, is, he becomes the biggest menace in the history of the Power Rangers. Short, literally, of the, short of the Psycho Rangers for like five weeks. He was just handing out ass whooping. Yeah, yeah. It's like, dude. Oh no! The only way that's what at the end there where it talks about that Jason's able to defeat him. Like the only reason Jason defeats him is because he runs out of power. He stayed handing out those ass whoopings. He beat Jason's ass so bad that when he joined the group, he just took over as leader. He just said, "This is my gang now. This is my crew now. You can be my second. 
I love how Zordon just like gave it over. Yeah, Jason, that's how bad it was. That's how bad the ass beatings were. Even Zordon was like, "Nah, dog, he fucked you up." Like, <laughs> <laughs> I might have been out, but I seen that motherfucker. <laughs> I saw what I saw the tapes. I reviewed the tapes of what happened, and it was not good. Y'all need this man on your team. You need to not quit playing with him. You letting the legacy down. Yes. <laughs> and then Tommy went on to be the best Power Ranger. Oh, the absolute best. There is no one greater. No. There's, when you think of Power Rangers, that's who you think of. That's oh, who nice. I always think of. If you oh. think of anybody different, I have to disown you. Yeah. I would have to. We can't be friends. If, it, if it's not, if it's not uh, Tommy as the Red Ranger... Okay. To me, it's always the white. I always think of him as but the I, white. But I'm, I'm just saying because, like, if if somebody says the Red Ranger, okay, be specific. Yeah, which one? Yeah. And if they try to muster uh, Tommy or Jason Lee, it's like, okay, we're cool, we're cool. Right. Yeah, we're cool. We're but, cool. like, me, automatically, it's the White Ranger. Hold white on, yeah. Ranger, automatically. It was a badass outfit, too. Van Halen? Stop, dude. dude when he gets Stop, they dude. They knew. I wonder how Jason felt when he gets introduced as the White Ranger. He literally descends from heaven. Dude, everybody, <laughs> gets, like, everybody gets a cool intro, and then here's Tommy with his spotlight on yeah, him. He's, he's like, like yeah. the new uniform. Yeah. He's can we pull it? Can we, oh, you can't pull it up, can you? No, I don't have any iron in it. lame. I'm talking about when he just fucking floats down from on high. I'll clip it in here. Dude. It's so fantastic. It's, I, if I'm the other Power Rangers, there's not a single part of me that's just like a little bit that's like, man, this is bullshit. <laughs> like, this is wack. This is. This is bullshit. This man. Dude, I've been in the fucking Rangers more than he has, bro. Seniority in this bitch. Yeah. No, there wasn't no seniority for me. I was like, this man spent a month and a half fucking feeding us lefts and rights. Bad. And now you're out here like, nah, he's gonna be he's gonna be the leader of the team now. I'd be like, fuck that. I'm still not over the ass whooping I had to take. Still hurting from that. Yeah, I'm still gonna be like, nah, we need to run this back, big dog. <laughs> like, I owe you several beatings that I had to take for no fucking reason. Mm, stop. Mm. <laughs> he said, mm, stop, bro. Yeah, I heard the, the little bit of static we had. Cameron is looking this up. Yeah, it was 30 years ago, though. Dude, talk about 30 years ago, dude. Wild. Remember when somebody would call the phone and your computer would go fucking nuts? Your computer would go ape shit for about 30 seconds? That's what me and Sam were just talking about. She was like, we had, you remember when there was family computers? There was one computer for the whole household, and I was like, I, I do. And you, everybody would get that bitch infected with lime wire within the first dude, two weeks. <laughs> it? Oh my god, bro. These kids don't understand. Like... You could call somebody next to a computer right now and really have no issues, bro. You could not do that in the early 2000s, nah, you, bro. You call the whole phone. Your computer starts making... It's like, bro, why is my speakers doing that, dude? Yeah, you would be sitting there just you know, having the time of your life down illegally downloading music, and then all of a sudden you'd be like... Yeah. But right there. I mean, what's exactly what you're doing. You fucking wild animal. Why are you trying to... Yeah, there you go. That's all the sound you would hear. Just stop stop fucking with the computer, bastard. 
That's all you would hear, bro. It's and it's so it's like you almost want to give the person the fu button. And, and it, at this time, unless you like had like, unless you were by the receiver, yes, phones have receivers. Yeah. You couldn't see who was calling. So if the phone was just like sitting off the hook, you know what I'm saying? You had to guess. You had to guess. You had. You were. And like, if you're on the computer playing Snake or Spyro, yeah, you had to decide whether or not that phone call was worth. Mom. No. <laughs> but I hope I had, whoever that was better not be fucking important. I hope it was not an important phone call. You'd be like, nah, not worth it. Dude, Spyro. All those old video games. That's one thing I remember about. You want to talk about nostalgia. 30 years ago, the nostalgia of back when the Green Ranger first made his appearance. That was back when we had the, like, the, the you know, the Nintendo 64 the PlayStation coming Dude, out. That remember, era of video games. I remember specifically uh, I remember specifically one time uh, how I first got introduced to uh, Super Mario. And it was me and my sister uh, living in our uh, trailer at the time. Fucking in our room in uh that like baby basket i was probably about i would say she was a year old that would have made me about like two or three probably yeah something like that uh because she's that sounds 25 about right. yeah that sounds right uh, i'm 27 so i'm about bonus three four like, depending on the month yeah something like that and uh so we're in her uh baby thingy or whatever and we have a tv set up in there and my aunt comes over because i wasn't going to be able to go over i think they were going to a concert that's why i wasn't going to go over to my aunt's house that weekend so she brought over the nintendo 64 so i could play it and all i remember is literally did you die sir i don't think so it didn't look like any of their microphones Something got unplugged. Oh, uh, I didn't plug anything. No, I don't think it was either the microphones. Oh, maybe it is the microphones. Uh-uh. That's a little better. Just needed a little bit of fixing. I would say. Uh, you skipping through this to get to? There, you missed it. There, he's coming. I saw his feet. Dude, again, the funny part is all the other Power Rangers are like, all the other Power Rangers are a little bit like, whoa, and then Kimberly is just awestruck. Kimberly was in immediately. That's all it took. All all she needed to see was him hand all the other Power Rangers their asses, and she was just like, dude, look at him. This man is coming down from heaven. From the heavens. Literally, it's like the skies opened up, and he is his... Zordon's gift to the Power Rangers. Like, go fuck yourselves. <laughs> he got an awesome new suit. Stop doing that. I don't know that shit I ain't This bitch fainted. 
Yes. Bro, what the hell? Kim really said I'm in. Look at the lack of enthusiasm from Jason. He's just so unexcited. She straight up fainted. She straight up fainted when she saw this man. She said, my God. Stole his team, stole his girl, beat his ass. Tommy just showed up and still turned things every turned everything upside down. Alcohol and addiction. <laughs> Are you talking about Kimberly? No, fuck her. I'm talking about Tommy. No, I have a girlfriend now. Everybody loves Kimberly Cameron. That doesn't change. We're talking about the. We're talking about the my, star. At my here. my fiance not, is. It's not Kimberly. My fiance is just Kimberly. as in love with Kimberly as I am. That's cool. We're talking about the golden child here, Tommy. I mean, yeah, he's the golden ranger. He's the the ultimate power ranger. Fuck you, addiction. Go fuck yourself. It is quite upsetting what happened to him. R.I.P. Rest in peace. Literally. Rest in power. Uh, speaking of romances. I don't think we've talked about this on here. Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. A masterclass, first off, in shooting your shot. Hey, Travis. Rubbed that's, up on me, buddy. That's what I got to say. That is a, a masterclass yeah, master in shooting your shot. He straight up went on his podcast and said, I was trying to give you a friendship bracelet, and you just fucking never got to meet me. I would love to give you a friendship bracelet with my phone number on it, and that from that point on, this she has been to two Kansas City Chiefs games. They fucking. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, I mean, for sure. I, people will say it's a publicity stunt. That's the thing. Everyone, there have been. Let people be in love. Dog. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Why y'all got to question everything? Why can't we? Why can't we just be happy? Why can't we have nice things? Yeah, it's like. Why can't we believe? As soon as a celebrity, like, gets, like, this morning, for instance, there, I was listening to The Breakfast Club on my way home after, uh, leaving Skyler's, and, uh, I guess, uh, Tia Myrie, one of the, uh, twins, from Twin Sisters? No. You don't. Oh got nothing God, for you, you dude. uncultured bastard. I have, not, I have nothing for you. I'm so sad. You if this know. is about to be a fucking Disney Channel movie, I'm gonna come across this table at you. That's what scissors, scissors, scissors. Stupid. Oh well, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Do you? I think so. Do you? I mean, I don't know the show, but I think I know the people. Internet has been, I've had a rough time on this one. Sister, right? sister. Yeah, for sure. I know exactly who these two people are. Look, uh. The. What's her name? Let's say it. I know exactly who these two human beings are. I for sure do. Yeah. Tia. 
I guess Tia just got recently divorced after like 15 years. Well, you'll have that in the entertainment industry. Take your phone back. Well, thank you. I'm trying to fix my microphone. Uh, so I guess on her latest podcast, she was talking about like being back on the market and trying to find love at her age and how kind of hard it is. I'm like in your mid 40s and yeah it's kind of I mean it's not difficult but you know well, it's, it's kind of harder it's different it's and different was, than dating in your 20s and 30s yeah and she was talking about like you know courting and stuff like that and guys you know uh, now uh, like more coming out of like uh, being more comfortable or shooting our shot you know what I mean like, I feel like we're kind of getting in that I, role. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't even say role switching base, but like guys are. Guys are getting more comfortable being like more open, shooting their shot. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. openly going after women. Yeah. So when there was like a long period with like the whole. If you're a dude, just. You're fucked. Yeah. So. Well, I think part of it is like, I think there are, I think dudes are figuring out better ways to shoot their shot without being like disrespectful. Some. 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 Not all. I know Skylar told me about uh, mm-hmm. some dudes like, uh, how did she describe it? We were watching Super Bad, and she said, so you're Michael Sarah." And all the dudes in my DMs is Jonah Hill. I was like, oh, all right. Bet. Michael Sarah is so great in that movie. Oh, First so off, super bad. Okay, great. Super bad is a great. So great. The I will stand ten toes down on this. The greatest coming of age high school comedy oh. ever. Ever. Super bad is so fucking funny. The <sighs> modern day Days and Confused. Oh, dude, it's so good. So but, yeah. Like you were saying. Yeah, dude. People, dudes are just hyper aggressive. That's yeah, there's a lot of bro. dudes that are hyper aggressive. I want to use that in our uh, our next stand up. I'm gonna try to write it in on how I got to where I'm at. Be like, made hey. this place. I just think that's so funny, bro. Cause I, uh, I've seen dudes send some wild shit to women. I mean, yeah. And it's like, what the fuck. <laughs> I mean, I've read a lot of wild messages from from dudes sent to women that women have showed me, and it's just like, why? <laughs> you get, first yeah, off, dude. first off, I appreciate some of them. I appreciate the confidence, like yeah. the the self confidence you must have to send some of these messages. Oh, dude, my girl goes for the fucking gut. Well, yeah. She told me this one time she replied to a dick pic, and she's like, "Is that a baby's dick? Oh Did you God. send me child porn?" <laughs> oh, bro. Yeah, I mean, I lost my shit. Everybody comes for the throat. That's one thing. Maybe that's what we'll like. One thing I want to add to the podcast moving forward is, is that, that a baby's dick. Is Twitter is like Twitter threads that we we'll, we can both read through. I'm excited to do that. We could do well. We may add to the show as a whole oh. and do like our own. Do it every week with ourselves. Like find mm-hmm. things every week that me and you are both find on twitter and we're just like look at this crazy shit some wild stuff on the internet because there is there's wild stuff out on the internet and i feel like me and you would have a great time with that yeah but also adding on to that instead of like we do weird shit we found off the internet we could also like get messages from women we know that weird dudes have sent them anonymously and read them on air do i look fancy 
Do you look fancy? You look like you are holding a wine glass. Does the pinky ring do it justice? Yeah, you know what? Calm down, Bob Pinciati. So, but yeah, the pinky ring does look good. I like it. Thank you. I didn't mean to interrupt. It's a good stylistic choice. I didn't mean to interrupt. You're good. I promise I'm not fucked up. We all interrupt. I mean, I just just got this sudden urge. Urge to uphold the microphone that way? I guess some of the tism kicked in. I'm medicated for mine now. I'm not. I take what I take the diet meth. How do you get tested for that? How do you get tested? Yeah. They like go to a doctor and they scan your brain. Hmm. They take what is called a CT scan. I might do that. Hmm. Might come up. I mean, do you really want to do that though? Here's oh, the thing. Fuck yeah. Here's dude. the thing. Because all the time that I went crazy, yeah, thinking and people call me crazy. Thinking you have it is one thing. Getting a lifelong diagnosis where they're like, "Yeah, bro," (laughs) is completely different. What I just do? I'm sorry. Oh no, I just scrolled in too fast. You're good. You hit the scroller. I thought we were flying. Oh! I was like, oh no, the thing is skipping forward. Space time continuum. Yeah, for a second it looked like we were flying through time and space. Oh, dude. Uh, yeah, I do want to know, because then... Then you'll know? Yeah, I'm just fucking oofed. It's not fun. Although I will say, here's something that I can talk about, because, you know, Cameron obviously has made a huge life change. It's almost like you don't want me to have mental problems, and I love it. I don't. I don't want you to have mental problems. Too fucking bad, Kyle. I love you. Too bad. But here's the thing. I was going to say, in terms of how I have operated... Cameron obviously made a big, huge life change. Cameron is now an, a man in a relationship. He's taken a Gomez Adams to a Morticia, if you will. Stay the fuck away from me! For me, my big life change was I obviously went back on ADHD medication yeah. last week. And I tell you what, dude. The change I have noticed has been instantaneous. Never in my life would I expect something to, like, would I expect it to be so different so quickly. But every day I've taken my medicine, I'm just like, is this what, like, regular people's lives are like? It's Explain. So, it's, like, it's so quiet. Like, you know how, like, you'll be trying to do a task? What do you mean quiet? And then, and then like, three other things pop into your head? Yeah. That doesn't happen to me while I'm on You're lying. I swear to God. I can focus on... Can you one. read a book? I can focus on one thing at a time. So you can... I can do one piece of information at a time. And nothing else pops in your head. No. If I'm like, fo- dude, I could be if reading- I'm focused on that task, nothing. I get nothing else. So it's wild, dude. I feel like I'm a superhero. I feel like I've gained sentience almost. Like I'm just like, like you know those memes where it's like where you gain consciousness as a child. It feels like that where you're just like, whoa. When was your coming of consciousness when you were as a kid? Probably like four or five. What happened? You just become like completely like no like ex- you i know what like i can tell you my coming oh for like what like what was i doing yeah like was, when you were like i was watching television i was watching uh the animated spider-man series oh was you yeah and i was, I was like, sitting in a fucking corner being disciplined oh my god having no dude it no it's so fucked up this lives in my head and i hate it because i really want to know what i did because when yeah, i came know. to I was crying, like, and I was like, when I came to, I was like, you realize that you're a human being on the earth. Yeah, that's the wildest shit, dude. Like when you gain third person consciousness, when you realize, like, oh, I'm like a three, a four year old in a bedroom. 
It's so. You're like, what is happening? <laughs> what is going on? So I'm standing in a corner, it's bro. All downhill from that moment on. I'm the standing in a corner, gave... crying. So like, I have no recollection of what just happened, but I know I'm upset, bro. And I'm like, why? I'm standing in a corner, and I know my bathroom's right here on the left. My mom's room is right there, and they're fucking behind me, chilling in the living room. And I'm like in the corner, crying. I can't get out. I'm in trouble. I'm like, what is going on, dude? Why am I so aware of all this? <laughs> what is happening? Yeah, it's the worst. It's all downhill from there, too. You're able to pick up on your parents' trauma. You're able to pick up, you gain trauma. It's everything that bad that happens to you is right after you gain that consciousness. Dude, I'm going to have to get that checked out. I'm going to have to. You're going to have to find out for sure if you have the tism. The tism. <laughs> the tism. Only I can say this. Only I can make fun of our friendship and my friend. You make fun of my friend, I will kill you. I will stab you. This is Sardin Iron. You're lying. You can, make, you can make fun of me. You're talking to my guy all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it's just a. It's been so wild, dude. It's been so wild to be able to be like, all right, I need to get up and do this. And then you go do that thing. And then you're like, and now I need to do this. And then you go do that thing. And I'm just like, this is insane. Is this how regular life works bro driving just completely focus on driving yeah I completely focus there's on no that. fucking way <laughs> there's <laughs> no completely way completely focus on the road no way. way like alternative radio stations it's crazy it is a whole different thing like you remember when in the first Captain America movie when they inject him with the super serum and he goes in there and then he comes out fucking Jack Diesel. Yeah. That's how I feel after I take my, my Adderall in the morning. That is so insane. Or an even better one. Have you seen the movie with Bradley Cooper? God, what is it called? Limited. I think Where he so. takes the pill and it, like, no, unlocks no. different, like, mm -mm. 100% him able to use 100% of his brain. Crazy. It feels like that. It feels like I'm just, like, I can now, like, do things. I can get things done. I can that is productive. so insane, bro, because he moves the most wildest shit pops in my head. Like, I could be listening to an audiobook of Harry Potter and think of, like, am I going to get fired next week? <laughs> <laughs> the most wild shit will pop in my head. I'm like, just, why? You're going down that rabbit hole for an hour and a half. Literally. And it's like, like, then I'm, like, oh, thinking of all the times I was tardy or the days I took off. I'm like, I was just listening to Harry Potter. How did I get here? Yeah, and then you realize that you've missed 200 pages of Harry Potter. Oh, I, have to go. Oh, like, I hate fuck! it. Fuck! No, that's exactly how it goes. You miss like a whole fucking chapter, and you dude, I hate it so much. Hate yourself for a second. Yeah, dude, I it's I don't deal with that anymore. I was taking it while I was watching The Bear. When I started watching The Bear, I was like, "That's good." Fire, first off, fire TV show, one of the best TV shows I've ever seen. Stressful as fuck. I was like screaming at the television. I thought there was someone here. thought I heard someone on the porch. And I was like, that doesn't make sense. Sam will come in through this door in the kitchen. So I know it's not. Maybe it is her. What time is it? No, it's 2.54. We're good. It's, just not, it's probably just me. Oh, no, it's things hitting the computer. All right, now I know what it is. I thought someone. I thought you all were about to have to watch me cause physical harm. Bust a nigga's ass. Yeah, because I was like, who's getting ready to try to enter my home? Dude, I'm excited. I'm happy. I'm happy. Yeah, you seem like you're in a very good place. You seem like you're very happy mentally. You've 
reached a point of zen. Yeah, I like her. Okay. And I like my... Uh, I've unlocked a new fear. What is your new fear? Losing her. Well, yeah. I was scared of rejection. <laughs> Fuck. No, Rejection's really... I've, I've been telling you that for forever. Rejection's not that bad. Rejection is instant, and you get to get over that immediately. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, you're just kind of like, well, that sucked. It's not immediate, but... I mean, it's not immediate, but you know what I mean. Re- yeah. Relatively quickly. Depending on the severity and the stretch out of the rejection. Yeah. 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 I'm saying... In a situation like this, yeah, you now you have to be scared that you're going to, you know, so it's time lose to think about my, care about my health and shit. Well, yeah, well, that's not you losing her, that's you dying and everybody losing you. That's different. Go, no, because if you die, it is not just her that loses you. Excuse me, sir, but if I have un-diagnosed well, yeah, that's and I, I mean, and I say some wild shit and I fuck up this relationship, yeah, that's more like a mental health thing, yeah. I mean, you should, like, definitely go get checked out and do all that. Thank you. And also, like, you know, I mean, I brought this, like, I know we've talked about it on the show, and maybe she listens to the show, so maybe she already knows, but I was also like, don't, don't hit her with the, you know, the molestation thing super early on. I did. Oh, you did? Yeah. How did that go? Uh, she opened up about, um... You don't have to reveal anything about her, yeah, obviously, she, on the show. Yeah, she opened up... About her stuff. Yeah, and we, let's just say, like, I would say from, which is, I, I'm i not even making this up, but, like, from, like, 2016 up until now, we kind of had, like, a similar thing when it comes to, like, uh, nasty breakups and mental health and all that other stuff. So... Well, yeah. She opened up. We and all I have was, our times. I was very com- comfortable opening up about, you know, what had happened to me last year. It was rough. What happened last year? What I was doing. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, you were you were out in the streets <laughs> last year. That's fair. That's very fair. I didn't even... We didn't even process that. Yeah, so, and then my homie getting shot and killed, that... That's rough, that's bad times. Yeah, that that led into worse. So, yeah, so she opened up, and I opened up, and it was great. It was great. It was like, good. it was it was very fluid. Like, it wasn't forced, like, you know, I was very, you know, accepting. Like, I wasn't, like, you know, see where, like, like you said, hanging out, seeing where stuff is yeah and i know like you had just said about getting uh checked for all that and being on uh adderall and having a clear fucking mind of doing one thing oh dude imagine what i could get done oh dude imagine i'll be the most immaculate man and boyfriend on the planet that's what i'm trying to explain to you like i feel so much more productive (laughs) Like, I'm always, like, it's almost like as soon as I was like, oh, the world is my oyster now, and I'm ready to shuck it. <laughs> like, I'm ready. Yeah, like, I've never been, I've never felt so more prepared for life going forward. I'm just like, yes, this is what I've been missing. This is what I needed. Like, right now, you know, like, we're talking on this topic, and the first thought that's went in my head, if my girlfriend hears this, will she break up with me? Why did my head go there? Because, I'm at a fucking podcast. Okay, well, again, I don't think she would. I mean... But it's shit like that, bro, and you don't have thoughts I don't like know. that. We say a lot. We no. 
So you're just right here in the podcast. Yeah, I'm just right here in the in the game, in the podcast, like going watching off the of time. What I'm yeah, playing off of you, playing off of what I got right here wrote down. The few things I have written down. So I will say, fucking nuts. for the people who are sitting here listening, next week's podcast will be very structured because I'll be ready to rock and yeah. roll. But this week, I just kind of was like, well, let's just get something out. It's been a week since we've talked to the people. Yeah. Since we've seen the people. But yeah, I'm just wow. I'm just watching you, vibing off of what you say, vibing off of what I got wrote down. Wow. I'm right here. I'm in the moment. That's insane. I mean, I'm thinking about the fact that my lovely fiance will be home in probably five, ten minutes. But other than that, there's nothing else on my mind. Maybe what I'm going to eat. That's nuts. It's so <laughs> insane. Yeah, it's a good time. And dude, here's the thing: when I, when I, when I smoke, it's even crazier. Things slow way down. It's like a, you like you remember that fella you got when you first started smoking. It's like that. Oh, you're like whoa. Things are tense right now, dude. Yeah. Every doctor on in America just heard me say that. Just heard me say that. Uh, Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> just heard me say that I take Addies in the morning. Uh, Mr. Richie. That's a prescription, by the way. We don't recommend you smoking in Adderall. We don't yeah, recommend you know it. I have a lot on my head. I got a lot going on, bro. This is not enough for me. Dude, I gotta do I gotta do things for Valentine's Day. Yeah. You're in now. You gotta, like, here's the thing, bro. Not only that, not only are you in, you were in at a very interesting state. time to get in. Because you know what time is, you know what season is? It's fall season, bitch. Dude. It is fall things time. I know this because if you just look around at the house that I live at the house that I live in, there is fall shit everywhere. Yeah. There's fall shit everywhere all year here. Dude, tell me why I pulled a little smooth this smooth last night. Smooth this smooth. We're watching Get Out. She's never seen it. She's first off, why are you not watching Get Out before now? But go ahead. Banger movie. Banger movie. So we're watching Get Out, and like, she's like, "Is it good?" And like, da da da. And I explained good. I explained to her about like the dynamic, so she kind of understands like what's going on. Uh, these old white people are gonna take the bodies from these young, pretty black people. That's, yeah, that is the antithesis of the movie with all of the racial coding involved in that. Yeah, so I had to explain to her like some of the, I wouldn't say backlash, but like bullshit that's gonna come with our relationship even in 2023 of a mixed or black guy dating a white girl. And I, you know, she was in awe of like, you know, uh, old buddy just going through normal life and she's like yo this is kind of like really fucked up i'm like you know why because he's dating a white girl (laughs) like babe i'm telling you like this like be expected like and i like uh the whole conversation like i had to we had the conversation of like is your parents going to be accepting of me being black yeah I mean, <laughs> she's like yeah, yeah my parents are cool i'm like i don't think you realize and then literally we're watching get out she's like are your parents cool though yeah are they really cool she, like bro and uh, she said they are which you know eventually i'm gonna find out but like then we're watching get out and they have the parent talk scene and then she's like i'm like no. i got i i girl i've been here girl <laughs> I've had this exact conversation before, actually. <laughs> and uh, so she's she's getting a little creeped out as the movie goes on, and 
I forgot what scene had happened. And we're kind of cuddling, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, this is what fall's about. Yeah. This is all, yeah, this is the fall vibes, baby. Love and cults. Yeah, I mean, scary movies and the cuddling. That is the fall vibes, as usual. I mean, that is what people do in fall. I'm pretty excited that you get to do it now. Yeah, so cool. (laughs) I also think it's so interesting that you had to, like, you... I talked the major shit. You processed it. I talked the major shit. I did. Well, I just like that you, piece by piece, explained the plot of Get Out to her as you watched it, like, before you all watched it. Bro, like, she said, like, she, uh dated a black girl once which i mean i don't know if they've had that conversation before but like a girl would be kind of different but like a black guy that's i don't know i don't know man that's a that's a double whammy oh yeah you're dating a black person and you're dating someone of the same sex that is no not the same time no no what do you mean monogamously no i'm saying that's what i mean he was she's dating a black girl right was so that's what i'm saying she's dating some when she was dating that girl that's yeah. someone black and someone of the same sex at the same time like oh, oh you get what okay. i'm saying yeah, so that's two I got you. I got that's you. a double whammy oh i got you for if you have unaccepting parents uh yeah uh, they're pretty cool i guess i would assume they're pretty cool yeah. if they you know liked her black girlfriend yeah so i would assume they're probably gonna be sure. fine with you but yeah great movie it was a great movie scary truly scary even as a white dude as someone who i'm just like this would never happen to me could you imagine all the white girlfriends that have seen that movie with their black and got immediately nervous and got immediately started sweating immediately like i promise i'm not i wonder how much makeup was sweat off in the movie theater oh that was was going on some of them black boyfriends are pulling their hands away bro like dude (laughs) fuck no i know uncle jerry my mama always always told me to stay away from you white bitches now i'm starting to believe her my mama warned me about women like you that's a great quote from Johnny Bravo, though. I use that to say, I use that to say him all the time. My mom warned me about women like you. I was hoping she was right. <laughs> Dude. Bro, when an old girl hit, uh, hypnotizes him, I was like, you dirty bitch. Dude, for me, the ultimate scary scene in that movie, when the grandpa comes running at him from out of nowhere in the woods, I shit myself. It doesn't matter how many times I watch the movie. Every time, that dude is just mean mugging coming. I'm like... Oh my god! Oh, dude, bro. When he there's I, just something about a grown ass man running at you, dead at face, full speed, dead face. That's Sorry just, about my exercise. You're like, oh, dude. I'm, I'm like, like dude, dude. I don't think you saw what I saw, my guy. I thought you were going to chop my fucking head off. See, that's the thing. I think you were exercising his, at three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, his security friend that comes to save him at the end, bro. That's what could be me and you. You are because I get there. And that's just going on. It's gonna end like Danny DeVito. So anyway, I started blasting. <laughs> like, I got you. I got you. I told her straight up. I because whenever uh, homie started doing the investigation, I paused and I was like, "That's my homie. <laughs> you need to get a homie like this. This is the real main character. I'm telling you, this is the real main character because when this motherfucker pulls up in the airport police car." This help, yeah, help me. He said, 
get up, nigga, we leaving, bro. Yeah. <laughs> this bitch is like, what? Yeah, he's like, get up, bro, we out of here. I'm gonna look who it is. Hey, I'm off the market. Be proud. Oh, don't open that now. That sweater won't be white. Just got home from work, going to bed. Whew. I feel, I feel her pain. Fuck that place. <laughs> Dad Cameron. Uh, the only other thing I have wrote down is the uh, the Dane Cook thing. Did you see this? No. So Dane Cook married his girlfriend of six years. Mm. Okay. No, no. So right now he's God. What is it? He's fifty-one. Really? Holy shit! She's twenty-four. <sighs> now, if you can't do that math quickly, that's so. That bad. means when they started dating, he was forty-five. Was she was eighteen. Why does this keep happening? Did you already tarnish your career? Why does this keep happening? Why do all of why do all of the celebrities, all of them, it feels like a lot not all, but a large majority of male celebrities date very underage women. Ah, oh, it's so gross. That's gross. Well, you know, somebody could pull up the clip about what we said about Leonardo DiCaprio, but then again, Leonardo DiCaprio no, no. is a successful. The actor. difference is of all the people Leonardo DiCaprio was dated are in their mid twenties. That's different. I'm yeah. like that's they're that's a grown woman. I mean, she can make her own decisions. Yeah. You if you are in your forties, you should date. You should not be dating anyone, anyone whose age ends with the word teen. No. That is a child, sir. Dude, I. This is predator behavior. My age limit has literally like. The further I get away, which I mean... You mean the older you get, the older your age limit gets? Yeah, that's how it's supposed to work, Cameron. You want to know why? Because you're not a creep. Oh, yeah. That's fucking... You're not gross. so weird. So weird. I I couldn't see myself at 27 dating a 22-year-old. Too much. Too fucking much. Yes. Like, I can go out every once in a while. I wouldn't drink, but I, you know, if my girlfriend wanted to go out, I'd go out and be a DD... Or stay at home and go, you know, pick her up, you know, whatever. But, dude, I'm not nah, fuck that. Getting fucked up every other weekend, being fucked up on a Wednesday. No, no, dude. No. I mean, as, a, as someone who's somewhat of a functioning alcoholic, that doesn't matter. I'm talking about plastered. Oh, no, I couldn't do that. Like, me and the girls are going to Margarita, whatever, at noon. It's like, why aren't you not work? Dog, I got shit to do today. Yeah, I'm going to work at 6 o'clock. Well, if I do, for me, it's just like, I don't understand. We're getting old. That's all it is. Yeah, we're getting old, but like, I don't understand how we get older. Like, we as common folk. Just probably cut this podcast short. (laughs) Just saying. Probably here in a second. That's what I'm saying. This is probably our last topic for the day. Yeah. I don't understand how... How as I just don't get it. I don't understand why this is every all of them, all of the male celebrities, all of our all of our idols. Because you know what, 
Dane Cook is one of the comedians that made me want to be a comedian when I was a kid. As I saw Vicious Circle when I was like seven. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, that looks like such a cool job. You know what I mean? Like the greatest job on earth is what that looks like. And to watch all of these people idolized yeah. slowly. Like the realization that all these people are shitty people. You know what I mean? Really hurts. That's the thing. Yeah. That's the one thing I can give from you guys this podcast is the realization that some of your favorite idols yeah, are assholes. Don't just because someone is good at what they do, just because someone is a successful comedian, a successful actor, doesn't mean they're a good person. No. And 90% of the time, it feels like they're normally shitty. They're normally a bad people. It feels like the minority of actors and actresses are good people anymore. If. If. Well, Cameron, I appreciate you getting over here. We got an episode out this week. We had to. We missed last week. We will see you guys again next week when things are a little more organized and we have a little better planning. Kind of know where everything will go then and we'll have a more organized schedule. Cameron obviously was busy because he was was... changing his lifestyle completely, as am I. But we Yeah, that's big change. Big changes for everybody. But thank you guys for listening. You can catch us on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud. We'll see you next week where we'll have a full podcast slate. We'll have a full range of topics and a full show for you. This week, we just want to kind of check in, let everybody know what's going on. I'm moving. I was in the process of moving all week last week. I'm changing some things around on the social media and the YouTube channel. Yeah, I changed my IG photo. Yeah. Cameron was changing his personal life. I was getting medicated. It was, we were Facebook bu- it was a busy week last Facebook week. It's official. been a busy week and a half. You guys are going to have to forgive us. Cameron is Facebook official. But we'll see you guys next week. Catch us on Apple, Spotify, Google, Pandora, SoundCloud, iHeart, TuneIn Radio. Thank you guys for listening. Peace, love, and shrubbery. Cameron, do you have anything else? Thank you.